0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard.
1: The reason you need to pay attention to what is happening there is because the United States has recognized Israel as one of the strongest allies in the Middle East. People that want death to Israel, they chant death to Israel, death to Jews. They also chant death to America. That border was one of the most fortified borders always watched. You take a look at our southern border and what's happening down there where we can't even build a wall and the people are flooding in. We have no idea who is flooding in. America we could be seeing attacks like this where they're just driving around randomly shooting we're always told you don't need an AR-15 well there may be a time where if they are just driving around the streets of St. Louis And randomly just shooting whomever they see on the street, they could be hiding amongst these people coming across our border and becoming sleeper cells here. So I would say, yes, we do need to care about what's going on there as well as what's going on on our southern border.
2: All right. State Rep. Adam Schwadron, Rep St. Charles area, joining us on the show yesterday. He's in the Missouri House of Representatives. He's Jewish. He shared with us his personal experience after we saw what happened over the weekend in Israel and what continues to happen. And we asked him the question. Why does this matter? Why should we be paying attention? And I thought that a very powerful answer. This is, we're just learning this morning, thousands of special interest, what they're called special interest aliens from countries in the Middle East have been arrested by border patrol agents attempting to cross the U.S. southern border illegally. This over the past two years, by the way. We keep talking about the border and illegal immigration, very different than legal Immigration, okay? Illegal immigration. And a stunning lack of concern from those that are in charge. This is why it matters. Do me a favor, you can go to our website it's 93.9 TheEagle.com also KWOS.com Brian Housworth has posted our conversation with Adam Schwadron uh, state rep from the St. Charles area. He's posted that interview uh, in its entirety on the website so it's easily accessible. You can go and find it and listen to it and I would highly encourage it. I thought it was, um, it was a very insightful conversation with Mr. Schwadron yesterday.
0: It, it really was and uh, you know, uh, I look back I, I, you know, we interviewed so many different lawmakers, and uh, I don't recall interviewing. I know we didn't interview him on this, but we did go back. I looked at a a story, and we had done something that was kind of an interesting bill that uh, wasn't dealing with this. We've had him on before, but this was very powerful. Um, He talked about the Iron Dome installation. He talked about the security at the border and he prayed, he said, we need to pray that Israel succeeds. Basically, the two messages I took from Brandon, number one, beside the very powerful clip you just played, he said the same people that want to destroy Israel want to destroy the United States. He said that And he talked about that bipartisan trip. And I will tell you, Democratic Senator Carla May, I've apparently listened to the interview and she tweeted, um, at me last night and I retweeted it. It's on my, my personal Twitter account. Um, she was just horrified by the, um, by what happened in Israel. And, and basically the message was it was, it was a positive trip. So, that, that trip to Israel, it, Democrats and Republicans, it was bipartisan, And um, but I encourage people to look at it. You can't miss the interview, 939theeagle.com and kws.com. And how do we find you on Twitter? At Brian on the Air. It uh, should be at the very top of the page. Um, I'll start posting stories here shortly. should be at the top of the page. It'll be a message from Senator Carla May yeah. talking about this and um, and what she experienced and how she feels about these attacks. And I
2: love Carla May. I got to hang out with yeah. her, uh, well, more than once. We got to sit next to each other at the Governor's Prayer Breakfast this year. I love Carl. I I really do. Hannah, how do we find you on Twitter?
3: Producer underscore Hannah.
2: Marsh? KWS News on Twitter. Uh, And I am uh, at Rathard Brandon. That's right. uh, on Twitter,
3: it's literally your name, and you can't and I can't get it. that right. He well, has to look up at the monitor and read it off of Facebook Live.
2: It. Well, I was gonna say just get onto Twitter and search Brandon Rathard, and that's how you can find, find me on but, Twitter. And I
0: definitely I link to you a lot, but I yeah. I would agree with you on Carla May. As she is someone who could probably stay in that seat maybe for the rest of her, her life she's very popular but because of term limits she's not by the way she is running for the u.s senate uh, seeking the democratic nomination to challenge uh, josh Hawley uh, in 2024 so we'll see what happens there
2: welcome into the show wake up mid-missouri of course october national breast cancer awareness month we've got a good friend of ours one of our country stations scotty cox he wears pink every single day in the month of october and i do it uh well, I do it twice a week cuz I have two pink shirts in my wardrobe but I support it my mom is a breast cancer survivor one of my a dear friend of mine she's had a double mastectomy she has survived breast cancer more than once so I want to bring in Ashley Miller with the National Breast Cancer Foundation Ashley we welcome you into Mid Missouri thank you for joining us um what's probably one of the big things that we need to know this morning Ashley
4: Oh, gosh. Well, first of all, thank you guys so much for having me. You know, with an opportunity like this, if one person hears this today and gets screened, we're doing our job. Um, I think, honestly, the biggest takeaway would just be, you know, people realize it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. They start to see pink ribbons appear kind of on the forefront of the national conversation. But we know to help those facing breast cancer that awareness alone isn't enough. So, um, NBCF is really asking everybody to get involved. You know, it's got to be more than awareness. We need people to get screened, make a donation, and take action.
2: Well, and here's my story with uh, with so my mom. She's had breast cancer, but my dad and we're very open about this because whenever the big guy comes and co-hosts here on Wake Up Mid Missouri, it's something we talk about because it's it's a health issue and it affects you know folks in our age uh, age range. Uh, he got colon cancer, and it was not through a screening. He was getting checked out for something else, and they're like, "Hey, there's a problem here." My dad wishes, mm. wishes he'd been doing regular screenings. Uh, but guess who does regular screenings now? This guy. I guess he's getting mm. one on Tuesday. I just thought I'd share that with y'all at eight fifteen in the Good. morning. So I will not be here uh, on Tuesday. I'll be it, but here I'm and I bring that. that up. Here's why, because Ashley, it was. It wasn't important to me, you know, the screenings. Yeah, I hear the PSAs. I see this, whether pink, whatever, for whatever the cancer is, until it affected me, until it got my dad. And then I was like, oh, man, I should be doing this. And that's my encouragement, and you can probably expand on that, um, is don't wait until something like that happens. What is it that we can say to say, go do this. Don't, Don't wait. This is not just a PSA, not just a commercial. Do it.
4: Absolutely. And I just want to say, I can empathize with you. I lost my dad to colon cancer as well. Um, And so it's a strong cause connection for me. But the reality of breast cancer is we all know somebody, right? I mean, it's one in eight women that'll be diagnosed with breast cancer. But the other stat that we don't talk about is that there's 3.8 million breast cancer survivors in the United States. So it's just really important for individuals to know their body. I mean, to your point, you hear these PSAs and these recommendations, get your screening at 40. The unfortunate reality is there's a lot of recommendations right now that that could be pushed to 50. Um, And National Breast Cancer Foundation firmly believes that 40 is that age without a family history. So the way that that works is if my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 30, I would then start getting my screenings at the age of 30. So, you know, we always encourage individuals to just, again, know their body. If something feels weird, if something looks off, um, you know, the symptoms of breast cancer vary for a a case-by-case basis, but for every individual, Um, you just have to know your body. And then don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. If you're not at a normal recommended screening age, don't hesitate. To go to your healthcare care provider and say, you know, this just doesn't feel right. And then, you know, if you don't get the help that you need or the resources there, you can certainly advocate for a second opinion um, or, you know, seek out National Breast Cancer Foundation. We're coast to coast in all 50 states and standing by ready to help individuals in the moment when they need it most.
0: Our time is 8.16, and we are speaking live with Ashley Miller. She is with the National Breast Cancer Foundation. She is joining us live here on Wake Up in Missouri, News Radio 950, KWS, and 93.9theeagle.com. Ashley, I was at the uh, City city Hall last week, and I'll have some audio. I've been saving it because I had so much from the event. Uh, Talked to Barbara Buffalo about a couple of other things, but I was with the mayor, and they unveiled a basically a a, a pink a ribbon around a police car that the police officers association donated to that event is about breast cancer but two two things that stuck out about that i'd like you to comment number one they they mentioned that this affects men as well that's something several of the speakers females said this affects men as well which we don't normally think or at least talk about in b there was a woman who spoke and i don't didn't want to ask her age she's at all she's a wife and i'll have the audio of her tomorrow morning of a columbia police officer to your point what you just said to brandon her grandmother and mother had breast cancer she had breast cancer she's a breast cancer survivor too and she talked about the importance of screening it happened to her as well your thoughts
4: Yeah. I mean, speaking specifically to men, we know about 298,000 women will be diagnosed with breast cancer this year and comparatively about 2,800 men. Um, So it's about 1%, um, less than 1% technically of men will be diagnosed, but NBCF navigates men too, right? I mean, our mission is helping women and men now. It's helping individuals in the moment. What really sets NBCF apart from other organizations is a lot of them are Cure-focused and research-focused, and that's great. We need them to be successful at that. Um, But we were established to help the individuals in the moment. So think everything from education to early detection, the screening, diagnostics, treatment survivorship and beyond we come alongside the individual to remove the barriers to care Um, and I just really think it's important and I'm glad that you brought that up that we navigate any individual that's diagnosed with breast cancer not just women the flip side of that is that we also navigate the caregivers You know we know that if the spouse the parent the friend the child if they're not implored to help the patient that that patient won't have a smooth journey so we also navigate the caregivers to make sure that they not only have The mental health resources that they need but the tools and the resources and programs readily available to them to help the individual that's diagnosed so a big part of that is just us connecting them to resources that focus on helping them with their spouse like i said or their friend or their daughter their mother sister whatever it may be um specifically to the family history you know as technology advances even kind of in the way of ai which has been interesting. We're cautiously optimistic about the use of AI technology, but we're detecting breast cancer more frequently um, and earlier. And then the flip side of that is, of course, with social media, um, you're just hearing about it more, right? So the good thing is that there's hope. I mean, when breast cancer is detected in the earliest stages, and this will blow you guys, I mean, it'll blow your minds. When it's caught in the earliest localized stages, the five-year survival rate's 99%. I just can't speak enough about know your body get your screening and encourage the most important
2: females in your life to do the same yeah don't wait until you go oh somebody it's affected somebody in my life National Breast Cancer Foundation Charity Navigator by the way an incredibly high score and I do want to take this opportunity to mention uh, Tim Tinnan and his Red Slipper Warrior Project uh, which is different than what you guys do but it's a local project and they help folks they help women going through cancer right now Tim Tinnan Red Slipper Warrior Project Ashley Miller National Breast Cancer Foundation thank you so much for joining this morning on uh, on our show we're glad that you could be here it's very important stuff you do nationalbreastcancer.org uh, we appreciate your time
4: thank you
2: this is wake up mid missouri with brandon rathard for the morning bell business news with a little twist by the way stephanie is going to be back with us on friday futures all trending upwards this morning as we monitor the stock market for you. free pizza and uh increased expenses on uh, this stuff by the way, here in business news, I do want to mention it's like Small Business Week or Small Business Month or something. I want to encourage you. We talk about you know all these national bit, and I and I hate to me- mention national um, businesses when we have you know great local um, places that we can go to. I just really want to encourage uh, you supporting places like Quick Car Wash detail and Detail in Jefferson City um, area. Midmo Telecom and Security, um, Como Vapor and Columbia, places like that. But just some of these local places, I don't know. I just think it's important. And I'll tell you, I learned the importance of small local businesses. My first job in radio, two things, John. It was at a little oldie station, literally in a cornfield in northern Indiana. Uh, (laughs) And I also had to do sales. So I had to put on a suit every day and go out with my attache case and... Hi, my name is Brendan and I'm from WNJY. I would like to talk to you about your advertising needs. And I was horrible at it. Kudos to anybody who can uh, make an impressive living off of sales. But I learned the importance of supporting small local businesses when I was uh, doing that. And I want to remind you, Zimmer is a small local business too. And I get it. People want to pull back on advertising sometimes. To save money, I don't know who said it. Um, maybe it was Jimi Hendrix. I think I read this Jimi Hendrix on in the internet back in nineteen sixty-three. I think. what? Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yeah, and he post Jimi Hendrix posted. He used to be the drummer for Metallica. He posted on his Facebook page, <laughs> uh, cutting back on advertising to save money is like stopping your clock to stay, save time. I am like, yeah, Jimi Hendrix. He was a pretty wise dude. Okay, free pizza. Domino's is offering free medium pizza. And the, the program here is really, it's not about the free pizza, the program they're doing. It's called Domino's Emergency Pizza Program. Wow. Right.
3: It sounds really intense.
2: Uh, it does. It's just an excuse to get your info because everybody, because more and more valuable than a seven ninety nine pizza or whatever from Domino's is your information and they uh, want it. So here's what you do. But basically, like you order a pizza and then you get a freebie for like whenever you need it, like in an emergency basis. Um, but here's some of the steps you have to go to. Place either a delivery order online or digital carryout order. Uh, to do that, there they get your info. Within seven days, you can claim the emergency pizza by joining a Rewards Program. Again, it's about your info. It's not about the pizza. Information on you is money. Uh, then within 30 days, you enter another program. Again, it's your information. And then you do all of those steps. And then you'll be qualified to get an emergency pizza. If the cost of this is going up. Uh, postage stamps. Uh, I think they're, uh, gosh, what are, I don't even know what the cost of a postage stamp. Oh, it's 66 cents now.
3: Yep, I am painfully aware.
2: Yeah, I'll bet you. (laughs) How much did you spend in postage sending out the wedding invites?
0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathart. Condemning Hamas, supporting Israel, but the House can't vote on it because, well, there's no speaker.
2: (laughs) Uh, Neil Cavito, Fox News. By the way, uh, so... And so with some other things that so the House can't vote on some stuff. You mean they can't vote to spend my money on things right now? Maybe there's something to this no speaker thing. I will tell you uh, more than one news outlet reporting this morning that uh, potentially <laughs> the folks in the House are looking at even Democrats and even those uh the eight Republicans voting with all the Democrats uh, to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. Those eight Republicans voted with the Democrats going, you know what? What if. Just on an interim basis, you know, while this Israel thing's going, maybe we bring McCarthy back into the fold just on an interim basis. I doubt very seriously it would happen. John, what's your... I don't think it would happen, but...
1: I don't see it happening, but there
2: is talk. There is, and there being... He didn't rule out being... Coming back either. And he said, yes, he's like, hey, you know, if you need me to fill the gap on on an interim basis, I I can do that. Um... You know whatever you need, I'm willing to serve my country and my constituents of California. Welcome into the show. There is John Marsh. Good morning. First producer Hannah. Hello. Steph is back on Friday. Brian Howsworth is here. My name is Brandon Rathert. Eight seven four ninety three ninety eight seven four ninety three ninety. One of the things we talk about here on the show because I want to do something really cool. John, do you know who um, David Attenborough is?
1: If you ever watch PBS, he was the guy who did all those life yeah shows with the animals and then they and then they go into sp- they had one where they went into space and all that.
2: Yeah, and he's just got this rich, incredible voice, and I like a lot of the nature documentaries that he uh, that he does. Been doing it for years, BBC, and then Planet Life, and all those things. And he can take like the very simplest of things and make it sound so rich and entertaining.
3: Like, even more so than Morgan Freeman, I think.
2: Yeah, more so than Morgan Freeman, and more so, I think, than James Earl Jones. Uh, but he can take something like, how do you make rain? And we could ask Brian Halsworth. Brian Halsworth, well, the uh, moisture from the ocean rolls up in the clouds, and then you have rain. Or you could get David Attenborough to explain it. Water,
5: evaporating from the surface of the sea, condenses to form great clouds. Right, everything is just... Incredibly fascinating.
2: Yeah. And that's what a good storyteller uh, can do. Uh, Somebody, and I thought you just might enjoy this. It's about a buck 55, buck minute, uh, about a minute 55 seconds long. So somebody's done the uh, voice of this. And I think it'd be cool uh, to have David Atbro do play by play for college football. (laughs) (laughs) It might take a while to spit it out. I could see
3: him next to Mike Kelly. Yeah,
2: that would be great. I've heard I've heard him before.
0: Right. I just didn't know who it was. I've definitely definitely recognized that voice. Yeah.
2: So somebody took his voice and they're doing uh, and it's a spoof. It's the Swamps of DC. So that's the <laughs> the uh, Planet uh, Planet Earth special that he's doing now and of course there's a lot of pictures of Trump and Biden.
5: In the Swamps of Washington DC, we witness a most peculiar event. A group of tax-dollar parasites gathers to discuss funding the lives of the very taxpayer that they rely upon for their existence. Somehow, these parasites cannot agree to give the American people any of the tax money that has been confiscated from them against their will. Yet they have been sending $223 million to a corrupt foreign regime every day for over a year. This group of parasites has become filthy rich from corruption, insider trading, influence peddling and theft. The alpha parasite, known as a jackass, and his <laughs> offspring the dumb...
2: That's <laughs> Joe, by the way, President Lagoon.
5: <laughs> ...have been some of the most successful tax dollar parasites in history, sending historic amounts of cash to a corrupt foreign regime and receiving kickbacks as... for the big guy As if sending all your cash to Borat was not enough The Alpha Parasite and his minions have opened the southern borders In an attempt to garner enough votes to remain in power The Parasites have opened the southern border Allowing millions of unvetted immigrants to suckle at the teat of our welfare system. Bringing our social services to the brink of collapse while gaining new voters. As this elderly jackass nears the end of its life cycle. A truth evident by his garbled speech and lack of bowel control. The elder jackass will attempt to transfer his power and influence to this younger, more intellectually deficit jackass. Kamala. However, the younger jackass's lack of intellect and mule-like face has left it so unelectable that power can only be transferred through the death of the elder jackass. If you love America, please spay or neuter your political jackasses or vote them out of office it's
0: pretty good <laughs> Boy. so is that somebody that did his voice a, uh, yeah I'm
2: a, uh, it's, it's yeah I don't think it's really AI big, yeah, yeah it's it's pretty amazing AI by the way is, is something that Stephanie turned us on to it's been almost a year when I first learned about and we've Ken, had
3: you got weird with it
2: I did uh, and uh, AI has something that's been out there for a long time but what made this different what the game changer was a year ago all of a sudden it was available to people like producer Hannah and mm-hmm. Brian uh Brian Houseworth. Uh, there's more concern that, hey, you know, maybe we should. And I, and I don't always subscribe to that. Like When people talk about, well, this is TikTok's fault, that's Facebook's fault. That's not their fault. It's the user's fault, even if it's a kid. I don't blame social media companies, and I don't blame artificial intelligence. It's as David Attenborough says, the uh, intellectually disabled jackasses that get a hold of that stuff and use it. It's, it's, not, it's not the product,
0: yeah, I, and I certainly understand where you're coming from. I would just make one more point on that about storytelling. I mean, obviously, an amazing voice and amazing in um, in Morgan Freeman can mm-hmm. tell stories. I mean, I remember him in Shawshank Redemption and yeah. he could talk about, you know, eating. and It would make it sound interesting. <laughs> but there's one other one other person I'm going to add to that list, and that is Keith Morrison from NBC's Dateline. Oh. He covers court. He's been here to Columbia and he's been to Jeff City as well many times. And, you know, just I don't know how he does it. Um, There's just something intriguing about him that I just find fascinating, the way he can tell a story. Of course, they get he's got two hours. You know, I have basically about 60 seconds to tell the same story unless I'm on a show. But by the same token, he's really good. I've, I think he's up in that category with these guys. Well,
2: I will say this. Keith Morrison is no Brian Housworth. That <laughs> is uh, that for sure. That and for sure. I, I do know who Keith Morrison is. I do see his stuff on like the, I don't know, that's not 48. I don't know. What uh, a of those
0: yes. He was last, last year for Lindley
2: Rennick. Uh, are you aware that there is a broadcast legend um, who's, uh, who's leaving? He's not leaving. He's retiring. Okay. I guess from his uh, from his job. And I don't know. Is Dick Preston has he been at KRCG for, since 1968? Wow, 1968. That's right. This guy has been practicing journalism, doing the news, doing television shows on our local CBS affiliate for since 19. I was not born. Nor was I. John, our uh, Brian houseworth and I. We were not born. Hannah was not born, obviously, but uh, you know, the old guy context here.
0: Yeah. Uh and he was on the air at that time. Yeah. To yeah, put he it pub reporter. To put it in perspective, he would have it would have been Lyndon Baines Johnson, but he's been
2: a KRCG fifty, I believe it's fifty five years. And I think his last show is Friday afternoon. I believe I so. Sometime uh, this week.
5: Hi, I'm KRCG's Dick Preston. Well, you may have seen me on TV from time to time. I've been here for more than 55 years and done just about every possible on air job. I've anchored every newscast, produced many of them. I even filled in on sports and weather and as a director. And I started as an announcer where I was put to work writing commercials and even co hosting Showtime, the station's old children's program. Well, all that comes to an end this week when I retire. It'll be bittersweet. I'll miss anchoring the news at noon and providing the morning trivia on the news at sunrise and the wonderful people that I've had the privilege to work with. And I'll never forget the support of so many mid-Missourians all these years. Thanks for making 55 years go by, well, pretty quickly. How
0: cool is that? Oh, he's, he's a dynamite guy. I mean, I'm telling you, he's, he's had some health issues. Um, I know that. Uh, he's talked a little openly about it, and uh, over the years, but I'm telling you, he is dynamite. He's his coverage. John will remember from the of the 1990. Remember 1993, there was no you know no Twitter or anything, and I remember learning about a breach of of a levy, and I believe it was the ABB plant from him and Mark Slavitt. They they I mean their coverage was was amazing, and I also he's interviewed presidents. Um, I believe he landed an interview, as I recall, with President Reagan when he came here to Columbia in 19, 1986. But just a great guy. And I wish him the best and uh, all the best in health. And I hope too. he enjoys retirement,
2: yes. hanging out with the grandkids, whatever it is that yes. you want to do. I always get excited when I see people retire. Yes. Uh, my dad, who is now a tycoon in the oil industry, <laughs> uh, had to unretire because of Bidenomics. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can find Dick a job
1: at the local quick
2: shop. Yeah, like my dad is slinging smokes and beers to construction workers during their uh, lunch hours tonight. If we're always talking about getting involved, I think it's important. Um, you know, I've never wanted to be that guy that sits here and just complains about stuff and complains. <laughs> but about, here we
3: are. But
2: <laughs> but I do try to get involved. I try to do things. I try to whether it's emceeing the governor's prayer breakfast, whether it's going, I'll never forget, Stephanie and I hadn't been together that long. And we went with a young lady by the name of Hazel Miles to meet with, I think it was Ed Lewis, lawmaker from the uh, Mobley area. And this young lady who was 18 years old, she was trying to get some laws changed as it relates to getting your driver's license with eyesight. She asked for help. And Steph and I, we went to Mr. Lewis's office and we sat with a family and that girl today because we say, get involved make a difference. So Whether it's emceeing an event or doing whatever, I seriously believe in getting involved. In tonight, there is an opportunity. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. (laughs) Enjoy. Here's a way to get involved. Tonight, it's the Boone County GOP Annual Chili Supper. So, folks like Caleb Rowden, Cherie Tolson-Rice, some local state lawmakers uh, are going to be um, chatting. Uh, Shane Scholler, Green County Clerk, I think he's running for Secretary of State. But there's a whole bunch of folks folks getting together tonight and there's going to be a couple of talks politicians they get up for five minutes and they talk but the bigger thing is it's not even about the politicians that are going to be there number one some chili uh you can buy tickets at the door you can also go to boonecountyrepublicans.com boonecountyrepublicans.com see more of the lineup so doors open at 5 30 program so even if you get off work at six program doesn't start until 6:30. so you would have plenty of time. But the more important thing to me, it's not just about hearing what the politicians say. It's a bunch of Republicans. We pretty much already know what they're going to say, right? The important thing, the biggest thing in my mind is you're with some other folks that are also wanting to get involved. Other folks that are thinking like you going, hey, man, what can we do to affect a difference, affect some change? com. No matter where you are, you should uh, join us for the event tonight. As a matter of fact, Steve Spellman who hung out with us this morning? Helped us co-host the show. He, uh, excuse me, he's going to be there, and I'll be emceeing the uh, the event tonight. So that's some of what I got for leftovers. A couple of things that we didn't get a chance to get to before, and we've been covering this all morning. So I hope uh, hope to see you out there. And if you if you do come up, say I, I will be. And this is the first time ever I'm going to do it. And and uh, and I'm I'm encouraged by Hannah, actually producer Hannah, who I've been knowing since she was like seven years old. Um, I keep telling him like, seriously, man, I, I had to wear shoes for a couple hours last week. <laughs> Short of going to the gym, I can do that. I wear tennis shoes, but like when I got to, I had to wear dress up shoes kind of ish last week
3: Aww. and it's
2: I, 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 like, really, it's really a thing. It's not just something to be laugh, laughing. At. I, I I can't do it. I can't do it. You're
3: going to have to get used to it, man.
2: So I asked Hannah, I'm like, seriously, are you guys Cool. If I wear flip-flops at your wedding. And her uh, fiancé yesterday said, <laughs> well, I can't repeat exactly what he said. But he basically said, I don't care. So thank you. But I think tonight, I'm going to wear... Because every time I go to these events, I'll, I'll wear, you know, a jacket and tie. But I always feel obligated, John. To not be myself, and myself is wearing flip flops. So I'm gonna, I'll be the one dressed up tonight, but wearing flip flops. Hopefully, my friends with the Boone <laughs> County Republicans and anybody in attendance tonight, uh,
1: doesn't. Oh, it becomes a running gag when we're out with you. It's yeah. like, hey, <laughs> oh, you must be Brandon Rath. <laughs> they
2: look at his feet. I cannot tell you, and I'm not making this up. The number of times someone, I thought that you were that guy, but then I saw you wearing flip flops, and I, I knew that it was you. What do you got for leftovers this morning, Marsh? Well, we've got the story that
1: the national news and the family locally reporting that Deborah Matias, an American living in Israel who was born in Boone County, died while shielding her son from bullets fired by Hamas gunmen and her Israeli husband died as well. This hitting way too close to home.
2: Yeah. And again, I would the, the other thing we've been covering this morning. I do really seriously hope you get a chance to go uh, to our websites, 939theeagle.com and kwos.com. We always, every day, typically, I guess, like by 10 o'clock, we have a podcast at the show and it's all content. It's kind of like, I like to call it the Reader's Digest condensed version of the show. It's all the good stuff. It's like 30 minutes. Well, it's about 90 minutes worth of material and it's broken up to each hour, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock hour. So if you called into the show or you heard a Yes, you can go in there and check it out. The other thing that we do from time to time is then we also take the interview of somebody and post that separately. Conversation yesterday with State Representative Adam Schwadron. He's a Republican from the St. Charles area. He is Jewish, sharing kind of what this whole thing with Israel has been like for him personally and why, why we should be paying attention to what was going on. I thought just incredible so that's one of the things that you can do and maybe tell your friends hey if you if you think this doesn't get in your way with what's happening in israel you got to go check out kwos.com 93.9 the you go to wake up mid-missouri on demand podcast and check out the adam schwadron um interview anything else for oh uh CDD, cdc has released the top 10 causes of death we'll leave on a happy note before we get into my dad's favorite <laughs> show
3: kind of a buzzkill.
2: um heart disease uh, is uh number one on the list, and i uh bring that up because as we 're talking about you know going to the end you know, we've been talking about breast cancer awareness things like this, but um heart disease, lower respiratory disease is also making the list, but some of those things that we can do to prevent things like that from Happening, and as a fifty-two-year-old dude who tries to take care of himself, who has not always taken care of himself, these things they just get more personal for me nowadays. To watch my dad deal with uh, what he's had to deal with, with the uh, the colon cancer, and a mom who's had breast cancer, and other friends in my circle that have dealt with some of these things, it's like all of a sudden, see, now it's affecting me, and now I am paying attention. That's why I want to pay attention to these things and not wait till it's too late. Hence, the whole point with Adam Schwadron and you going.